Hello, welcome to this month's fast. We are in April of 2023. We're going to discuss our walk with God. There are many aspects to our walk with Adonai, so I will attempt to stay focused on Psalms 15. Recommended reading for this month is, of course, Psalms 15, to recognize just a portion of what God wants from us. Luke chapter 12, to listen to the wisdom of the Messiah. Songs and lyrics, Amazing Grace, Chris Tomlin. In Jesus' name, Katie Nicole. And Gratitude, Brandon Lake. I did listen to this song for at least six days on loop. I love this song. Praising to the King of Kings. Baruch atah Adonai, malek Blessed are you, Lord, King, to be praised in adoration. The ironic benediction. Yevarecha Adonai ve'yishmarecha. Ya'ir Adonai panavayalecha ve'yunecha. Yisa Adonai panavayalecha ve'yasem lechem. Shalom. Yahweh bless you and keep you. Yahweh make his face to shine on you and be gracious to you. Yahweh turn his face toward you and grant you shalom. Numbers 6, 24-26 I know that I have asked you to read Psalm 15 as a part of your suggested reading. I still would like you to, so that you may rest on his words and meditate on them. However, I am going to read it now. Psalms 15 Adonai, who can rest in your tent? Who can live on your holy mountain? Those who live a blameless life, who behave uprightly, who speak truth from their hearts, and keep their tongues from slander, who never do harm to others, or seek to discredit neighbors, who look with scorn on the vile, but honor those who fear Adonai, who hold to an oath no matter the cost, who refuse usury when they lend money, and refuse a bribe to damage the innocent. Those who do these things will never be moved. Ask yourself what your goal is in your walk with God. Is it not to sit on his holy hill with him? To be allowed to be in the presence of our Lord? To hear Yeshua say to you, I know you. To know that Yeshua has stepped in for us to present us to his Father, the most holy Lord our God. To be wrapped in the love and the glory of Yahweh, the only true living God. Remember, Yahweh has given the authority to his son, Yeshua the Messiah, to judge the world. How will you be judged? How do you live your daily life? Question yourself. Be honest with yourself. And know that even in your denial, Adonai sees through the lies you tell yourself. And he sees the truth. To see the ugly and unvarnished truth in yourself can only serve to open your eyes about the real you, so that you can end up in the final destination point, heaven, seeing the Lord's face, to live in love and peace, and to be allowed to enter the kingdom of Yahweh and live in the new Jerusalem for an eternity. Romans 14:17. For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Matthew 6:33 But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. This is where you examine yourself. Being honest, remember, God sees through your lies. 
he knows you, the one you hide from yourself, the one that says, I'm okay, I don't need to change. It's everyone else. It's everyone else that needs to change, not me. Okay, sure. More lines. Isaiah 32, 17. The work of righteousness will be peace, and the effect of righteousness, quietness and assurance forever. In order to walk rightly with God, we must be mindful daily of our heart that controls our actions and our mind that controls our thoughts and then controls our words. Not only are we solely mindful for our Lord, for the Lord tells us that the, wor the world is watching our behavior. If you call yourself a believer in Yeshua the Messiah, the world is waiting to scrutinize you. The world watches for you to make a mistake to error in your walk with Yahweh our God. 1 Peter 2.12 Having your conduct honorable among the Gentiles, that way when they speak against you as evildoers, they may, by your good works which they observe, glorify God in the day of visitation. 2 Corinthians 12.20 For I fear lest when I come I shall not find you such as I wish, and that I shall be found by you such as I do not wish, lest there be contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, backbitings, whisperings, conceits, tumults. Do we say we are believers, and yet do not behave as someone who understands what the Lord demands of us? Yes. Yahweh the Lord your God gave you free will. You can choose to ignore his words, but if you desire to see him one day, for him to look upon you and not turn away, then yes, he has demands, a moral code, statutes, a way of living that we are to follow. Are you living it or just boasting in yourself? Who may dwell on the Lord's holy hill? Do you walk uprightly? Do you do works of righteousness? Do you backbite? Do you speak under your breath? Do you gossip? Do you treat your neighbor with kindness or contempt? Do you wish for forgiveness, but you do not forgive others the way that you wish to be forgiven? Do you have an ego that controls your mouth? Do you despise evil in all its forms, or do you walk alongside it? Do you partake in some that you feel are just not so bad? Do you loan your friends money and then charge them double? That is usury. Has anyone ever offered you money to lie at the expense of someone else? Even if you thought it was just a small thing, like at your job. Something you thought was just so small. Do you hurt others that hurt you? Did you become the judge of what you thought or you feel should be acceptable or unacceptable? All these things lead away from God. Slowly, slowly. You are taking steps away from God until you are no longer walking with God. You are no longer welcome on his holy hill. You are now walking along the road to destruction, not the narrow path that leads to the new Jerusalem and the kingdom of Yahweh. Unable to see Yeshua the Messiah after all that he has done for you. Disappointing. If you behave contrary to what the Lord commands, you will fall short of the glory of God. We all can fall short. No one is perfect. However, we are to pay close attention to what we do, what we say, how we act, and how we react. Our God is not a one-and-done God. 
You don't get to say, well, the Messiah Yeshua died for me, so I'm forgiven. I don't need to do anything else. James 2.26 For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is also dead. Once you accept Yahweh as the true living God and you believe he sent his son, Yeshua the Messiah, you cannot go and knowingly continually sin. Do not make yourself the Lord's adversary. Hebrews 10.26-27 For if we sin willfully after we have received the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sins, but a certain fearful expectation of judgment and a fiery indignation which will devour the adversaries. Let me say it again. Do not make yourself the Lord's adversary. He is not a one-and-done God. None of us is better than our brothers or our sisters or your family or your spouse. That is ego. We are to be humble, not stubborn. You are to forgive, not hold a grudge or seek revenge or treat others the way they treat you. That is a very ridiculous saying, treat others the way that you want to be treated. Way too many people use that saying to hurt others. You are to be an example of how the Lord is, what he offers, what he looks like. He doesn't look like a person who is full of hate, who cannot forgive, or who is stubborn and does not listen. He does not hate his brother or his sister or his neighbor. Do you think that because you are a believer, that you are better than a person who does not believe? Do you forget that you used to be that person? Even if you were brought up in the faith, we have all stepped off the path. There are no perfect beings on this planet. Only Yahweh when he walked with Adam in the Garden of Eden before sin. Or when Yeshua, our Savior, our salvation, he himself was perfect. The spotless lamb that walked among us. But not you. Not I. So remember to humble yourself. Because you won't like what comes next. Do you let your mind betray you? Do you judge others even a little bit? When you get upset, do you have entire conversations in your mind where you're winning the argument while condemning the other person? Winning with your own self-satisfaction? You are right and they are wrong. Did you just let your ego push you into pride? What comes with pride? The fall. Pride is one of the biggest sins. The Lord our God created the angels and the hosts of heaven. He made Lucifer who was exceptionally beautiful. He was the wisest of all the angels. He had the highest degree of intelligence. He was exceedingly clever and the most powerful angel. He was also full of pride. He thought he was better than God, that he should be the one that was worshipped and praised. His pride led him to his downfall, his fall from grace. Don't let your pride take away your prize. Remember where you want to be. You want to be with God. Pride goes before the fall. Is your argument so important next week, next month, next year? The Lord is not really concerned about your argument. God is concerned about how you reacted, how your words dictated your actions, and how your actions dictated your angry heart, which dictated your words, and the use of your tongue. James 3, 3-6 when we put bits into the mouths of horses to make them obey us, we can turn the whole animal. Or take ships as an example. 
Although they are so large and are driven by strong winds, they are steered by a very small rudder wherever the pilot wants to go. Likewise, the tongue is a small part of the body, but it makes great boasts. Consider what a great forest is set on fire by a small spark. The tongue also is a fire, a world of evil among all the body parts. It corrupts the whole body, sets the whole course of one's life on fire, and is itself set on fire by hell. God couldn't make it any plainer. Watch your words. They lead to destruction. They can lead you right off the narrow path and right onto the wide road. James 3, 9-11 With the tongue we bless Adonai the Father, and with it we curse people who are made in the image of God. Out of the same mouth come blessing and cursing. Brothers, it isn't right for things to be this way. A spring doesn't send both fresh and bitter water from the same opening, does it? Matthew 5, 6-8 Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Hosea 10.12 Sow righteousness for yourselves. Reap the fruit of unfailing love, and break up your unplowed ground. For it is the time to seek the Lord, until he comes and showers his righteousness on you. And now let's read it one more time, and listen carefully. Psalms 15 Adonai, who can rest in your tent? Who can live on your holy mountain? Those who live a blameless life, who behave uprightly, who speak truth from their hearts, and keep their tongues from slander, who never do harm to others, or seek to discredit neighbors, who look with scorn on the vile, but honor those who fear Adonai, who hold to an oath no matter the cost, who refuse usury when they lend money and refuse a bribe to damage the innocent. Those who do these things will never be moved. Be careful not to betray yourself. Walk uprightly. Speak truth regardless of the outcome. Love one another now more than ever. We live in a world that claims wokeness. There are small truths covered and rolled in lies and then spoken as fact. Watch your tongue. Keep your purity of heart and your righteousness of faith. God will do the rest. You just keep walking with God in a way that you know you should. A walk that leads to only one place. So that you can end up in the final destination point. Heaven. Seeing the Lord's face to live in love and peace, and to be allowed to enter the kingdom of Yahweh and to live in the new Jerusalem for an eternity.